Welcome back to Lucker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back for the sixth episode of the second season's Will of Time, Eyes Without Pity, written by Rami Park, directed by Maja Vervillo. This was a really good episode, and yo, those last two whole minutes was pretty damn epic. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I think this is probably the better episode in the last three. And I have said it once, but I definitely feel it bears repeating that this season, while certainly there are storylines that are contracted entirely too much and need more time to breathe, it has kept a pace where it's not nearly as bothersome or as apparent where it it doesn't feel consistent with everything else. So they've managed to really step up the writing and the directing from season one and kept things thoroughly interesting. And Ishmael can just show up in one scene and already you got yourself a eight because man he just looks way too damn good and black baby before we jump into the recap wherever listen to this podcast podbean stitcher apple podcast spotify wherever good podcasts can be found go down to the section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well like share subscribe and if you want to send feedback blackercouch at gmail.com we begin with Rena, which is Egwene's soldam she drags her by her chain into a cell you can hear a lot of screaming in the background and tells her that she cannot harm her master despite several attempts and any pain she feels a domain no, a demone will fail twice over, even in death. While she believes in cultivating a friendship, she knows ain't nobody sign up to be a trained dog, but she attempts to guise this in a choice. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. This is actually a really intriguing concept because from what I have gathered thus far, the Saldam aren't magic wielders. But once they have the the magical tools, if you will, what did they call the the ter termalar whatever. Once they got the magical shit, they are able to control people who have power and wield it but keeping them a slave to the human it's evil but it's kind of genius Egwene learns her situation is rather torturous as not only can she never remove her collar she cannot go anywhere near her Saldam's control band without feeling excruciating pain and this place of misery is now, she's being told, is her home. Uh, I think the fuck 
fuck not, you trick ass bitch. I will say it now. This was Madeline Madden's episode. This was the Egwene I've been hoping to see that I get glimpses of when her friends are in trouble when it's time for her to really prove her mettle. But often I feel myself rather less intrigued by her character as the others because she just doesn't have that much going on other than her relationship with Ran. And now, and as Mimi pointed out last feedback, that's not even where the character began. She made a choice to lead an altruistic type of life as a wisdom and forgo her relationship with Ran. Yet that then became the storyline and it was as if they wanted us to know the love story of them. But it had already ended when y'all decided to begin it. So, <laughs> And then this season she's kind of just been, I'm jealous of Nynaeve. I wish I could get the recognition I deserve. And while that's kind of even offered to her in a certain way by the, by the Saddam, that of course pisses her off more because <laughs> you're basically saying the best I can do is be your bitch. And that is how I've been treated at that tower. So technically you at the tail end of a lot of pent up rage and it gives her a chance to also stretch her acting ability. I thought she was phenomenal how she continued to struggle against her own her own um, breaking, as it were. Lanfear, that dress, girl, that dress ain't half bad. All right. When she stood up, I was like, all right, I, I kind of like what you're doing here. She tells Ran it's her that's been protecting him from Ishmael invading his dreams all this time because his actions to protect his friends only made them more easier for Ishmael to get to them and is even now trying to turn them to the dark. Now, the one thing I have to say, Lanfear, if you do want someone to trust you, don't start the scenario out in a female dominated and you as my sex kitten presentation. Like maybe a sofa, uh, a romantic getaway by a river or some shit. I don't know. Not a desolate desert uh, while you sit on the throne giving off vibes of <laughs> I can't be trusted. She uh, she believes that she thought the same, that she wouldn't be turned to the dark because Rand has a lot of faith in his friends. And I wanted him to say, well, you're not them. Get the fuck out of here, you basic ass domain looking motherfucker. Something I feel was hit home when Lanfear watched that reconciliation just in a dream between Egwene and Rand. Although we got more to say about that later. But 
she does drop truth bombs about Moraine constantly pulling his strings by making him believe his decisions were his own. I remember that was my point to Nynaeve for never trusting her. It's because she never was trustworthy. Kept saying, I can't lie. But you also were being evasive and controlling and manipulative, having far more information to not allow them informed decisions that weren't going to go in her favor. Considering Lanfair's advertising, but also Jonesen about the other more strident version of himself, should or could simply want to be the one in charge of Rand's tiny brain, but also the brawn of his body. So it's just two women making plays for the same puppet. And that's something I feel as if Rand needs to course correct. He asked for her to earn his trust if that is what she truly wants, but has one condition, drop the powerless one. He decides to do exactly that. (laughs) When Moraine admits to her deception, once again, instead of simply, I don't know, using words. Like, you're doing me this favor. You're going to tell my friends that I'm dead so that I can protect them. Okay, cool why don't you do me this favor i have connections in this town Logan is there i have moved him there so that he can be of use to you but we learned this episode that words are not moraine's strong suit considering you don't have any magic right now maybe a forsaken protecting thee is the better move even if it's for their own motives Men and Mag get caught up in a festival, and that's all I wanted to say about them. Nynaeve simply cannot be herself, choosing to take her frustration out on Elaine. Like, any of this is her fault. All she asked was, can you keep it down? Because, you know, you're making some noise, and we're supposed to be quiet. And it is Nynaeve's fault to trust someone who had basically distrust written all over them but you started to buy into the friendship that you were developing there and even though it turned the way it did you're also aware that she's the one that let you go as well so she and we never saw the end of that conversation they had I figure it was just done but it's possible they could have elaborated more i doubt it but i'm just tossing it out there it's a nugget but her passive aggressiveness towards elaine has been consistent throughout and that is the problem that elaine feels in this situation even though she explains, you know, I got betrayed by Aes Sedai, which is why I'm not too keen to trust another Aes Sedai. Despite all the evidence that kind of says if they were outing you, they would have turned you over to the people that are clearly your enemies. The sign that comes up from the, what do you even call that? <laughs> There's something you call that down there. I, it's not the basement. It's something else. The cellar. 
and tells them he could hear them from the fruit market before Rima. Is it Rima or Rima? I'm going to go with Rima. Tells them the coast is clear, offering a calming tonic because she's been around you for a hot two seconds and already know that you need something, anything to take away your resting bitch face and the attitude that accompanies it. Once Nynaeve becomes reasonable, she admits it was Leandrin that broke the oaths and gave them to the Sanshen, confirming the Black Aja conspiracy, which means all their sisters are in danger. So apparently this Black Aja is something a lot of people have thought is a possibility, but never found any evidence to it. Like maybe in the past war, they were helping out the dark but they were never actually filtered out Leandrin then sues her son and is visited by Lanfair who at first she doesn't recognize Lanfair points out Leandrin has some interesting fixations in her dreams which seems to alarm her Tell me actually have no idea what those fixations could be other than i don't know something in her past that we've yet to learn about because we learned quite a bit in this moment she asks why she works for ishmael when she knows she hates all men except one which is her son aludral sorry i probably mispronounced that she visibly Leandrin starts to break down knowing his safety is in danger because she keeps trying to say please don't but she knows she's absolutely powerless in this moment Lanfair points out men hurt them betray them and still us women we love them she said she took her dark dark oaths to keep her son alive but this isn't life he is suffering which is why she was probably pondering her choices when Nynaeve wondered it herself if the exchange was worth what she gained and you hear Lanfair in this moment pointing out that yeah he's alive but he's suffering and he still has the like even when you make the exchange it doesn't end up with what you actually want which is the dark side just being the dark side giving you the bare minimum of your your base desires Lanfair knows he is holding her back from finding a new path so he is killed her path being sworn to the dark but deciding what course that opens for I think both of them to have a future and it seems as if this is Lanfair's independent play to get Leandrin on this what I've been kind of contemplating another faction that yeah is sworn to the dark but also has different motives than their master and their master being a man I think that has a lot to do with how they feel this next cycle of life is going to turn out. 
But Leandrin's past, being beaten and starved by her parents and then forced to marry before she bled, that was quite a, a line of exposition that definitely informs why she would hate men so much. And that seems to be only the tip of the iceberg of her tale. She's been around for a very long time. Once you've sworn sworn your oaths to the dark, you can't take them back. But also know Ishmael isn't the one you have to follow. So there are more than one way to walk the dark, hinting at this new alliance. Interesting. I want to call him Oegir, but I also just settled on Leroy. Leroy and Ingtar are being paraded as servants for Baldi's court and amusement. They definitely intend to make moves to retrieve the horn of Valor, which is barely guarded because that's exactly how rich people be. Like, I dare you to come up with this shit. I dare you. Like, we are loyal. We have a code. We would never do that to each other. But Leroy's first concern is Egwene, who has been sent to the kennels. He knows despite her sweet disposition, she has steel in her spine. And she definitely proves that by thinking of the way in which he's about to murder this bitch as soon as she step up in the door. There was no consideration of overpowering her and then just getting the fuck out of there. It's like, no, I am going to punch your face until there's nothing left. Anything that is considered a weapon cannot be used against her new master, however. So when she tells her to pour her a drink of water, she must do so without considering beating her over the head with said pitcher. The test is one of submission. She finds strength in nature, even if it's just a tree in the courtyard. Something her soldam takes notice of to try to break her. Ishmael showed up in men's dream just to drag her life choices. Like, how is someone with your gift living with fleas and being a bum? You could have made something of yourself. She only has one job. It's her last job, which is to make sure that Matt leaves with Rand honestly it was just keeping your mouth shut alana maxim and ivan at some point grew suspicious of lon when they stop at the at a forsaken temple for the night he brings up how he is now banished from tar Valon and he needs to see uh oh i can't stand saying her name suan and wants to know where she is. They explain the Forsaken do things the Aes Sedai would never, which made them more powerful. When he attempts to leave later on that night, after getting Siwan's location, they ask what he is hiding or else they will kill him, suspecting he may be a dark friend. So he admits they found the dragon reborn. Rand has a dream once again that he has killed all of his friends due to his madness and his power. Ishmael comes in to dig the knife in the wound, but he's then shooed away by Lanfair. Now, we saw that they were working together. Could this be her way of doing her part? 
playing to the good guy against Ishmael, but also being or doing exactly what Ishmael wants her to do. Because it's very possible she's playing multiple games. And the fact that I can't tell makes it exciting and thrilling. Uh, but the way she shooed him away was hilarious. Because <laughs> his face was like, bitch. But we see that he's been getting better. And she was surprised that he's gotten better in the dream world. And the way he said, I've had nothing but time could be an indication that he may be looking at her like yeah i know exactly what's in the back of your mind even if you are still walking all of the right steps to show i have no reason to believe otherwise but yeah all tantalizing bits of information she offers a gift saying you're right i do need to earn your trust so he could choose to speak with anyone and anyone in the world he chooses Egwene to talk to and boy did she need that nectar of hope but here's the thing ran while this little reunion was sweet and it's not to say that a man can't love more than one woman but you was just talking about loving Celine and it's only been a couple of days and that it don't wear off like that even if you find out she was betraying you that's what heartbreak is you go through the motions and the phases it's not like oh forget it and you just admit it everything between them wasn't fake which means that the love was real so um while it was nice that you want to do anything to save your beloved she became your beloved <laughs> or it's more like she bumped herself back up to number one after you demoted yourself to number two with the betrayal like ran my boy <laughs> and it definitely bothered homegirl that's not gonna be a reunion that's gonna work what you gonna do with that situation she she said she's gonna kill moraine if she even sees her with ran what do you think Egwene's fate is gonna be but poor Egwene, she thinks that she's losing it Nynaeve and elaine declined to leave via the boat to take news of the engine's treachery back to the amerlin so she shows them the object which is the collar that they must learn to open if they intend to release Egwene. Moraine, another person that makes life so much harder on herself than it needs to be by simply deciding people deserve explanations, her nephew comes to try to cheer her up and she dismisses him coldly, won't even look him in the face. Her sister is the one that put him up to it still caring about her despite the fact that she acknowledges that moraine doesn't give a shit about her and then barges in and points out how is it that you managed to get all of us to worship you and yet you treat us like shit more importantly we, i know that you love father why were you not there holding his hand when all he did was ask for you on his deathbed 
what was so important. When she refuses to answer, she kicks her out of the house and wants her out of the town. But then Moraine declares as eldest, everything is actually hers, despite doing nothing to maintain the legacy she left behind. You gotta be ashamed of yourself, nigga. Real talk. You gotta be ashamed of yourself. All that you is. I get that you are steeled, that the fate of the world is on your shoulders. The fate of the entire species. All of these things are valid and relevant. And you're, you know, you're, you're having the worst scenario situation put in front of you. And you still have not recouped from that mind fuck. All of that is true. But at the same time, why is it? that you can't take this humbling experience that you're going through right now and realize that maybe, maybe I wouldn't have got myself mind fucked the way I did if I had opened myself to talking to other people and trusting them as if they're not children or deserving of my respect. It looked like the the Amberlynn had sent her a letter and she was replying. But to throw that in her sister's face after everything she told her, man, I don't care how much you hug your nephew. You just can't be forgiven. Uh, the caravan containing the Amberlynn is stopped and Lon arrives to drop the news. Maureen is still having a hard time writing. Rand goes to see Loghain and tells him that the only way you will matter is if you teach me what you know. So upon showing him his power, he says, well, you really don't need a lesson because with that type of strength, you could do anything you want. <laughs> you fucking want. Then Rand and Matt reunite. Didn't care about that either. Rima tells them that there are some that can sense when those channel nearby and we saw Mary out and about. They could only use a trickle of their power. It's made of what the arches are made of. Rima was sent to investigate the whispers of this practice but had underestimated the threat. Two Aes Sedai and their warders were killed but one blue Aja which was the sitter of the blue Aja was taken. And also it's a close friend of Rima's and I have a feeling they're going to be reunited very soon. Sisters don't always agree, but their loyalty to their purpose is unbreakable. I don't know why we had to have the look between Elaine and Nynaeve not agreeing because it's not even about agreeing and disagreeing. It's just about you being a cunt. Renna is on a campaign to change Egwene's mind by showing her how powerful she is when she unleashes it and that as a Damane she is to work to change the world embracing herself uh, and her true potential. She guides her on how to destroy the tree that she loves so much showing her the philosophy I think of the Sunshine, which is why Egwene still isn't keen to pour that drink. 
feeling because she also took away the one thing that she enjoyed feeling betrayed after such a connection rena results to violence despite her earlier decrees at attempting friendship Egwene has the power rena benefits for successfully getting her to wield it as her own Nynaeve tells Elaine she needs to leave when the boat arrives as she has far greater obligations as the daughter heir but Elaine tells her Egwene is her friend and she's never had one before but I also thought for once Nynaeve had a point you got bigger shit going on than someone you met two days ago (laughs) like you're risking it all Rand catches Matt up and he decides to go with him to oh I forgot the name of the city that they're going to Min just had to keep her mouth shut but she can't live with it and tells Matt everything Moraine sends her belated letter to the Blue Aja but she's currently captured we know she then apologizes to her nephew giving him a boost before he offers a hug she's then told her boothang and 14 Aes Sedai are here and request an audience with her Leanjin definitely tried to get some tea on what was going on but they don't know yet about the betrayal the only two people that would know or three people that would know are far away and not possibly gotten word out yet Lan, Alana, and her warders show up to confront Ran after he realizes Matt isn't going anywhere. And there isn't a there isn't a fight, thank goodness, because I honestly think Ran would have killed them all. <laughs> Just being honest. He once he unleashes the beast, he cannot control that. Found. That's where they're at. They're at Found. Back in Found, um, Nynaeve is asked to help with the collar but Nynaeve can't channel at first Ryman tells her it's like helping a patient once you see them harmed you just help you don't think about it and then she unleashes her all too powerful trickle and they are instantly busted I don't think they needed to premonition this happening twice Nynaeve profusively apologizes and in this one instant, you can see why she has a complex. Like every time she channels, things just go awry. I don't know if that tracks though. I'm really upset they gave me Rima for one episode. Because she gives her her ring and the rest of her sister's ring and says, it is your duty as a sister to commit these to the flame and ask if she will do so. And she says she will, despite not wanting to do it but come on now you need to step it up Nynaeve you are a sister now Elaine and Egwene they still novices Elaine don't even act like a novice she act like she can go through them arches tomorrow she does a lot of interpreting Elaine that is looking which is good for such a compacted quick (laughs) uh way to bond these two people she kind of understands Nynaeve better, but honestly, she needs to stop running from responsibility. And I thought coming through the arches was the point of her coming through the arches was 
that desire to do more and she's doing nothing. The juxtaposition of Egwene's torturing amidst the battle with Miri was excellent and the other soldiers from the Soldam. Basan cannot kill Rymo once. It's clear they're not going to win the fight, even though at first they were doing great until they were outnumbered. I love the way they looked at each other through the through the uh the weave that shit was epic but then he's killed and her grief causes her to unleash some very murderous comeuppance she literally twisted that woman into a pretzel and her damane felt it holy shit 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 you can't fuck with queen Hearing the crunching sounds, that was great. Egwene is half strangled before she's able to pour a cup, but rages at having been tamed, even temporarily. Rima is collared, and that was just as tragic as her boy going down. Nynaeve states, stated earlier that it needed to be healed, and the only way to do that is to put a collar on a woman, so this definitely sucks as the girls hold hands trauma bonding Egwene is told not to cry as she was the sitter of the blue aja the lady in the next in the room next door and didn't last as long proving that Egwene really is a badass and my theory that these Aes Sedai really are neutered wielders of the one power they need Egwene Nynaeve Elaine (laughs) badly because they would get punked the fuck out maybe not against the army of Aes Sedai but shit a couple against some of their best yeah yeah no 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 and that concludes the episode like I said really good emotional type of uh crescendo but I think with the lingering Egwene not broken bended but not broken Bended, it's not a word i'm aware what was a great way to showcase and highlight this character because we've kind of we've kind of not had the most from our most uh well with the exception of Perrin. but everyone else is very much eh, they're not doing nothing but they're not necessarily doing the most as far as really affecting the wheel (laughs) in any capacity and that is where I will leave it we do have feedback so let's hop into the mailbag What up, Stina? It's Mimi. Um, this is my feedback for The Wheel of Time, episode six of season two. Um, I I enjoyed this episode. I think I liked the last episode a little bit better. Maybe it was because of all the action. I'm not quite sure. Um, 
I'm just gonna do somewhat of a rundown. Um, just I don't know. I'm just in a weird mood today, um, and I'm driving to work. Um, it's probably my mood has to do with the schedule that they gave me. It's gonna suck, but at least I have a lot of days off in a row. So I'm just gonna suck it up and deal with it because in the end, I'm gonna enjoy all the days off that I have in a row. Anyway, so uh, I wrote down a bunch of words that I kept hearing over and over again. Like, I'm, I'm probably not going to pronounce it right. Dame, um, Black Aja, Blue Aja. Um, there were some other words. I can't, I don't, I can't really look through my notes right now. Um, but I know when I start reading the... Um, next book these are words I'm gonna look for um, so it, it appears to me and just ex like you know if, if you listen when you listen to this if I'm wrong about something just just let me know because I might be just misinterpreting it so it sounds like the um, the black Aja are also women that that have magic um, but they're just taught differently. Their emperor don't believe that women should have like fair, fair range, range to just wield the power however they want to. They are controlled with some type of a necklace that's attached to a bracelet. Um, the necklace is put on the person to wield, and it seems basically that they're conditioned to just basically be slaves to the emperor like you wield your magic like the Aes Sedai um are hold held to like a pristine like high level like somewhat like royalty but the black Aja works for the emperor is what it, what I'm am I understanding that correctly and the, the black Asha don't even like the Aes Sedai. Like, they fight them all the time and even kill them. So, I'm just trying to understand, like, the... Like, how this happened. Like, I know men can't wield the power anymore without going insane. Like, that's the whole thing, you know, since the men broke the world. But why are women being treated like... I'm very... I'm just... I'm so shook and confused on how the world got to this. Like, this, it's just crazy. Seeing Egwene, um, I don't know. I I almost wish it would have been Nynaeve that would have been the one that was caught, but she didn't even want to use her powers. Um, I don't know, because I don't know. I don't, I'm not quite sure how this is going to go, but I do feel like maybe this might turn Egwene into an interesting character because so far she's pretty pretty boring and she's her storyline's been kind of annoying um I enjoyed the like the actress she did really good with her scenes I also really enjoyed how Rand went to go see her and now he's all gun-ho about going to protect him. I don't know what he thinks he's going to do. I don't even know if he understands exactly what he is. I know he knows he's a dragon reborn. But I'm getting the idea that he has no idea what that means. 
instead of asking questions, he'd just be like, can you teach me how to use the powers? Like, why don't you try and understand what the fuck the Dragon Reborn really means? Because I, honest to God, don't think you understand. Have no fucking clue. You know you have powers, and you know the, um, dark ones, dark friends want the power, and they want you to join the dark side, but do you even know what choosing one side over the other means? I wish someone would explain it to him, and Moraine is so annoying because she, instead of, like, I maybe this is why this Moraine gets on my nerve, because I feel like the Moraine in the book is more she like she doesn't she doesn't tell everybody everything because i i she probably don't even have the energy because you know they're so much older than everybody and they come they probably it's like you know <laughs> you know you're uh, 50 and you're around a two-year-old like i tell you what you need to know and that's all i'm gonna do because i don't got the energy to try to explain this down to you as a two-year-old so i get her not explaining everything but i think when she realized that Ran was the dragon reborn she told him more information and this Moraine and I don't know if she just doesn't know it and that's what it is but she's just not giving him anything and it's so fucking annoying and then you put him in the dream so that he can be around I forget what her name is um Celine and um you don't tell him anything about you know, well, be careful, she likes to manipulate you, you know, you didn't tell her that, like, we got the whole, like, backstory from Celine, um, and we got some of the backstory from, um, those two warders, but Moraine didn't tell Rand anything, and I think that's part of the issue, he has no idea what he's up against, and now he comes out of the dream, and he's like, bitch, I gotta get away from you, that's a part of our, um, deal, <laughs> and he's like, you can't trust her. She's a dark friend. Well, bitch, you should have told him that before he went into the dream world. Oh, God. Um, I do think between Celine and Ishmael, I like Ishmael more. He's the kind of villain that you almost kind of want to side with. Like, <laughs> I know it's a popular opinion, but um, when Thanos, like, got rid of half of the population i got it like i i i kind of felt that i it made sense to me what he was doing everyone thought he was evil but you know seems like he would have lost some people too <laughs> it was a sacrifice oh he did lose some people sacrifice he was willing to make i don't know um i don't know everything that's going on with ishmael i don't know what he wants to do but um, and I don't agree with the way they're treating the, the women that can wield power. Like, you want them to only be able to service you. Like, granted, they do train and they're very good at it, their craft. But the way that they break these women is really fucking terrible. Um, like, the last scene that we saw with the water with um, Egwene looked pretty awful. But when you put that with how she was able to come up with the fire like she explained to her like you feel the roots and then she was able to wield power and it it worked really well and she did it pretty quickly so they are good teachers i mean their methods are leave much to be desired but i mean they did what they were supposed to do
Um, now I'm just interested to see what will happen when Rand actually makes it there, if he makes it there this season. I don't know what he thinks he's going to do, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, it's clear Ishmael wants him to come there. And it's clear that Celine is going to be on the side of Ishmael. And it, she even said, what if I betray you? And he was like, you know, <laughs> or he asked her, what if I betray you? No, I think it was the other way around. But anyway, I guess we'll see. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, Lorraine, 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 Leandrin. There we go. Leandrin and her son and then Celine killing her, killing him. I mean, he was dying anyway. He looked pretty old and he was sick. It's like he was sick for some time. Um, but that was the only thing keeping her as this person. I don't know what Leandrin's end game is, but I'm very curious to learn more about her history because um, finding out she was, you know, married to some old guy before she was even menstruating and you know she was beaten starved so she was treated pretty awful which is probably why she acts the way she does um not an excuse just you know a reason um and why she hates men um she hates everybody but her own son which i mean i get it um but it's very interesting to see why she decided to do what she was going to do. Um, I am interested to see if now that the the black lady, I think her name was R Rama, Rima, Rima, and her warder are dead, and they were protecting um, Nynaeve and um, what is her name? The redhead? I don't know. The princess, um, because they, you know, so they can go save Gwen. I'm wondering if this is what it's going to take for Nynaeve to get her shit together. Like, I I don't know. She was able to channel before this season. I don't know what the disconnect is. Um, is she just scared of her abilities? Like, she doesn't want to be too powerful? I don't know. But I'm going to need her to get it together. Because I do feel like had she been able to channel... Um, when they were fighting off the Black Aja maybe uh Gwen wouldn't have been captured in the first place i could be wrong but i do think that um she could have helped <laughs> and she made the situation worse um so i'm hoping that now and maybe you know the princess being there someone that's not her friend can get her to focus and like like bitch stop acting like that so may it might make a difference so i am looking forward to the next episode to see if we can get her to rescue Egwene. because i do think it'll be a good like uh battle sequence and i think that's something that i've been missing they don't haven't done a lot this this season um and i also want to get back to um the werewolf storyline even though i don't think they're considered werewolves um what else oh yeah matt matt's trash i i don't i don't know like i feel like he put together really quickly that men was not his friend which makes me think he probably didn't think she was from the jump but like like i feel like if you're his friend and you're like i'm not gonna kill him and maybe if i know the prophecy 
and I don't have the dagger anymore. Maybe I can make sure if I come across the dagger, then I will, you know, I will make sure I'm not with him. But for him to just like not show up, I don't know. It's it's right on brand with him, but I thought he was gonna be different. Like he was so like, oh, I'm gonna go with you. I just gotta make one stop. Why'd you need? Were you going to get men? Were you gonna tell her you were gonna leave? Like, what was the point of you going to her? And then for you to have her talk you it out of going, you didn't want to go in the first place. Uh, Matt's getting on my nerve. And one of the things I wrote down in in this um, in my little notebook was, I don't think I like this actor. I don't know. It's just he. I don't know if it's I just don't care for his acting choices. But I just I don't know his his acting to me doesn't match the scenes. And it could be maybe he's being directed to act that way. I just I don't personally like his depiction of Matt and I know the other guy quit so we're clearly not going to get that Matt but I I definitely enjoyed that one better hopefully he changes my mind in these last few episodes I don't know how many episodes this season has but um I just I I'm not a fan so um I'm gonna end it here until next time love peace hair grease black girl magic queen of the couch me out Thank you, Queen Mimi, for your thoughts on the episode in which I agree a lot of your opinions on, even though I did like this one more so than last week's. The Black Aja, to answer your question, are basically Aes Sedai sisters sworn to the dark. So they're kind of infiltrated spies learning all of the secrets they need to learn but having their own separate faction working on behalf of the the dark friend, the dark lord i don't i keep forgetting who the main main guy is then you have the sanchen that hate Aes Sedai uh and think the only people who should wield the power of these women are the the Saldams that are chosen to be the controllers of the Damane, which are the ones treated like slaves. I'm still working out on how the power works, but it doesn't feel either they actually will their own power, which I, that could be true too. There's nothing to indicate that they're humans. Um, and then they just share or basically mooch off of more powerful but lesser than women that they don't consider as worthy of wielding the one power. And the Sanshan are the ones sworn to the dark, but they are part of, I wouldn't say the, the Black Aja, because they have their own thing. The Black Aja, like Leandrin, don't believe that women should be in chains like this. So the Xianshan has been promised basically her role, it feels like, to take over Tarek's spot, which is the king who is utilizing Xianshan and her, her wielders. But at the same time, she's the one that's in control over those women. He, she's just another part of his court. So that she's just one part of a larger court where the king is in control. And she has this particular asset to him. 
but it was one that is that's the same thing that Ishmael said like you don't really have the manpower and neither does this king and it feels like the king is not even on the same side of this of the Sanshan there there would be considered dark friend spies at this point getting into Tariq's court who wants to or sees himself as going against the dragon himself I think he thinks he's the dragon reborn he wants to go against the dark that's what it is um so i hope that <laughs> straightened out some things about the different factions but there's a lot going on and i think that's the most interesting bit of it is that there is a lot of political bullshittery on whose side is on whose side and who's screwing over who because your friend might not be your friend your friend might be your enemy pretending to be your friend he mentions Luz Theron, or she mentions Luz Theron to Rand quite a few times, and he don't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> Your point about Moraine is spot on. I can't speak right now. And everything you said is what I've already um, elaborated in the podcast. I don't need to add anything further. Uh, I got aside with Ishmael too, if it wasn't for all the things that he is in support of, or the dark is in support of, or willing to give out as a chance in the new world. Cause he says, I'm the one that's committed to actual darkness. Whereas the rest of you have actual desires that you want. Whereas I just want this world to end. You're already, it looks, it feels as if you're, trying to even in the new world order of the dark should the dragon go to the dark side um make it moves so Tarek is the barrier to Shanshan controlling the world which is why she wants to take him out and just be done with it but I have a feeling she's being played just like everybody else <laughs> And true, why are the enemies the better teachers than the Aes Sedai? I've made my feelings very clear on how I feel about that White Tower right now. I too was thinking, man, this should have happened to Nynaeve, but Egwene needs her own story. And I think that you're right, this makes her less boring. It gives her much more of an incentive as a player because she hasn't really felt like a player. And... You know, now that she even got her man might be coming back to her. That there seems to be a lot more things going on in her side of the world than Nyanese. But yeah, this would have definitely humbled her in so many ways. <laughs> Nyanese does need someone who's not trying to deal with her shit, though. Someone who's just going to say, I don't know who you think you're talking to right now. I don't care how fucking powerful you are. You are going to remember who you are and i think that's what rima did she's like you know who you are who you're supposed to be why are you acting like the way you acting because this ain't you ain't representing who you're supposed to have been in your previous life before you even knew you had power to do so much more and last season Egwene did have two like big moments to show how powerful she was and everyone keeps talking about how powerful she is so it would be a little bit of a fair point to give the other cast members i.e characters a chance to 
fill the void while she stumbles back from trying to do something so that in season three she gets a moment to shine because when she shines she outshines them all right so i see the the little bit of the construct behind it and it's fine it's fine and i've pointed out i i don't need it to be about her power i need to be about her personality and that is all my thoughts on your feedback i can't wait to see you in the next episode i'm probably going to do the next two next week i'm going to change the schedule up a little bit because i do want to have this done by the end of october so i'll probably be doing it like monday or tuesday um, or even tuesday and thursday whichever one but we will be wrapping it up at the beginning of next week so look out for that my social media will be below that's where i post my recording schedule if you want to send feedback for the next episodes blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave your feedback below until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic